Good day. Good day. Good day. Breaking news. I never used the term breaking news. This is breaking news. It is now 10.32 a.m. Make that 10.33 a.m. Eastern Time in New York City. And we have just learned right now that Hunter Biden will be pleading guilty. And this is important. Hunter Biden will be pleading guilty. It appears, it appears, in a federal case involving years-long investigation into tax affairs and a gun licensing charge. Sources have confirmed that Hunter Biden, the evil seed, will plead guilty to two counts of willful failure to pay federal income tax and also plead guilty to a firearm offense, one count of possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user or is addicted to a controlled substance. Now, this has absolutely nothing to do with that which you have been interested in. Specifically, specifically that involving Burisma, $10 million, Bobolinsky, none of that. This has nothing to do with this. Let me say this again, okay? This is such a joke. This is an absolute joke. The fix is in. All right, we can argue about what this was about. There was a story. I mean, this story, aside from being sordid and absolutely demented, uh, in uh, October of 2018, there was a police report that indicated that Hallie Biden, who was the widow of Bo, the one that Biden, President Biden thinks was in Iraq or died in Iraq, or I don't know what, he had, had a brain cancer, and who was in a relationship with the demented adult hunter, apparently she threw a gun that he owned. It was a dumpster behind a market near a school. Anyway, they found it. They went back, they looked at it, they said, hey, he shouldn't be in possession of this gun. When he signed that form, he said he didn't have a drug problem or whatever. Can you believe they're even doing this? So, Hunter, we're going to have you plead guilty to that. Okay. And also, you didn't fail uh, to pay, you failed to pay taxes, but you did in the meantime. So, therefore, under the rules, and listen to this. There is contrition. He, he paid the taxes. So therefore, he kind of was sentenced to paying the taxes and he paid them. So that should be about it. I don't want to ever be one of these people that says, I told you so, but I'm going to tell you what I told you. When you have a defendant who is a who was drug-addled, who was the victim of, of 
substance abuse or mental illness or something along those lines. You have tremendous free reign in using it as mitigation of sentences to ameliorate, to to make better the various goings on. This is this is critical. So what's happening and what they're doing is they're going to be using this as the evidence, first of all, of his drug addiction and how he's already suffered enough and how we should look the other way. And they're also, I promise you, they're going to say, well, this takes care of everything. The public, who is not going to be necessarily attuned to all of the various goings-on, will kind of wrap this up and think that this is the Burisma case. Maybe this is the 5, 10, 20, 30 million dollars for the big guy, uh, the laptop, uh, all of this stuff. And by the way, listen to what I'm telling you. The real interesting stuff is what was contained in the laptop. That's the part which I find fascinating. The laptop. What was on the laptop, the pictures, the now not necessarily pictures of of sordid trysts with with the prostitutes or or women or whatever. That's not what we're talking about. That theoretically is considered consensual, theoretically considered consensual. But I'm telling you right now that whenever you see or hear of somebody who is a prostitute. More often than not, you can almost bet it's going to be some evidence of trafficking and the like. So understand what we're talking about here. Think about this very carefully. Think about this thing very, very carefully. Hunter Biden is now going to... Now, there's two things he can do. One, if he's smart. And two, let's see if he is smart. I don't know. But if he's smart, he will go away. He will go away. You will not see him, maybe, ever again. I mean, he will just recess into the woods. He will go to some retreat, some drug treatment center, maybe maybe a religious setting, maybe, maybe um, monks or something who will watch over him. You will not see him. When you do not see him, you will forget him. You will look the other way. Do you hear what I'm saying? You will look the other way like it didn't matter, like it never happened. And you will move on to the next subject. Then, as I also told you, then Joe Biden will begin the long goodbye, to use the term from A Girl Called Eddie, that great song, this is the long goodbye. Maybe the tears will never dry. He will start to give you the sayonara. He will slow down. Remember the other day when he hit his head? They're going to say, well, at the time, the president suffered perhaps from some form of cognitive malfunctioning because of what happened the other day when he may have hit his head. He's uh, been advised by his family to slow down. There's been a lot of pressure on him. After all, he's 80 years old. Other people, Mick Jagger is there, but doesn't matter. He will, 
he will be uh, asked to to uh, he he will have thought it over. He will say that the United States population, the citizens, the good people of this country deserve a president who is one hundred percent up to speed, and therefore. He has taken upon himself to do everything in his power to make that transition. And at some point, he steps down and then Carmelita Harris moves up. Now, you're going to ask the question, does that make any difference? The answer is no. As I've told you repeatedly, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because they've got a problem. And let me see if I can explain this. They never were really worried about the Hunter Biden story. They really weren't worried about Burisma. They just don't worry about this. They don't care about this. Because they own the DOJ. They own Merrick Garland. They own the special prosecutors. Trump's got to worry about that. Not them. You understand what I'm saying? Trump has to worry about it. Not them. In fact, let me ask you a very simple question. Do you believe this is the last that you will hear of Hunter? Do you believe, not that you should, but do you believe that you will never hear from a Hunter again? He will just go bye-bye. He did his duty. He was the fall guy and the bag man. But the gig's up. There will be new chances, new time. There's money to be made elsewhere. Do you see this? I'm curious to see what your thoughts are regarding this, to see whether you feel that there's any chance whatsoever. Because I'm telling you right now, you are never going to hear from him again. And if you do, it will be, this is what I'm doing, this is how much better I'm doing. Oh, by the way, if he really knows how to play this, and it's wise, he should devote all of his attention to... A drug uh, counseling, to drug therapy, to drug um, intervention. He really should talk to my good friend Dr. Drew or somebody like that to work with other people. So what's going to happen is there's Biden. Over, I mean, Hunter's over here. We got to get rid of Joe. Joe's going to step down. Carmelita takes over immediately under what the Twenty Second Amendment. Whatever she becomes, and then she gets to a point. Or they appoint the vice president. Her vice president could be Gretchen Whitmer. People are like, could though I don't think so. Could be Gavin Newsom. I don't think so. But that's going to be just in time in getting prepared for the for twenty twenty four because this has been heading this way. Now, what you also have to remember and keep in mind is very simply this: up until now, up until now. Everything was kind of groovy until Bobby Kennedy Jr. came into the mix. When Bobby Kennedy Jr. came into the mix, everything changed. Let me say this again. It became so exciting, it changed everything. Even the gradations between left and right didn't really make any sense anymore. There was the left, and there was the progressives or the wokes or whatever it is, and then there was the conservatives and the Trumps and that kind of thing. And in the middle, there was no difference. Enter Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy comes in and it changes everything. Changes everything completely. So they're now getting scared 
tremendously. And also, as the primaries, read the stories today. They're scared. What if he does lousy in South Carolina? What if he... What if Bobby Kennedy starts, the numbers start really, and by the way, remember, whatever you hear about Bobby Kennedy, if it's 10%, double it. Double it. He's doing much better. So here we go. Back to the vectors. We have Joe Biden on his way out. Carmelita Harris coming in, right, to just get, get him ready because he has been even more senescent, even more of a dotard, even more... Sad to say, um, looking really bad as of late. And I don't mean to, to mock that, okay? okay? Hunter. Now when somebody says, wait a minute, we got to the bottom of this Burisma case. We got to the bottom of this $20, $30 million. They're going to say, oh, come on. Have you no decency? It is one of those, those uh, Welch Lines from McCarthy. Have you no decency at long last? Hasn't Hunter suffered enough? You know, this kind of stress could put him into a relapse. You you can't possibly be doing this again. This is horrible. Haven't we closed the book on that? And you're going to say, no, we're not closing the book on this. This has nothing to do with this. This is a gun charge. Whatever. But I'm glad we're able to put this behind us. This is what, remember, as we speak, the Democrats are getting their marching orders. They act in unison. The message is going to be, we're putting this behind us. This is great news. Thank God. It's been a long way to go. America's nightmare is over. Whatever it is, now we're ready to move on and deal with the problems that this country faces, like climate change and whatever this other nonsense is. That's exactly what's going to happen. I also, it's, it's the most incredible thing in the world. And you're going to laugh at me when I tell you this, but listen to, if you've ever listened, listen to an ABC or CNN, listen to their take. That's the official story. Remember, the left wing this, whatever this group of people, they are the wholly owned subsidiary of the shadow government. That's who they are. And these are people who, listen to me very carefully, these are people who are the official mouthpiece of these folks. These are the people who are absolutely, positively the, the wholly owned subsidiary of the shadow government. They represent them. Whatever what, They all speak in unison. They all say the same thing. They all have the same message. And when asked, how do you explain this ferocity as to going after Trump? How do you explain this never-ending, unlimited scope, this passion, this furor involving President Trump? How do you explain that? And at the same time, looking the other way when it comes to Hunter Biden, they will say two completely different uh, situations. President Trump involved espionage, and they're going to say that, and national security. Hunter is a very sick young man, a drug addict, and as you know, and then they're going to do this. Everybody in every family has some loved one, someone, someone connected to people with drug problems. Yes, most probably at the behest and at the 
at the uh, the the inclusion or the uh, the expeditious inclusion of these people through fentanyl overdoses and the like and open borders and all of that. They're going to use this. Listen to what I'm saying. Every family has suffered. Every family. Uh, Law says a great question. With Hunter, felonies become misdemeanors, and with Trump, misdemeanors become a felony. You're right. That's absolutely seen in the Alvin Bragg case. So remember, just this is what's going to happen. This, this is it. And they're going to say enough is enough, and nobody is going to pursue this. The Comer case... The Comer investigation, all of this business regarding um, monies in LLCs and the Biden crime family, you're going to say, oh, for the love of God, can we just put this to rest? This, listen carefully, is the perfect analog to the limited hangout. I've told you about this forever. It's the oldest trick in the book. When you have something that you're going to release, something that you're going to make public, an expose, if that's the thing, what you do is, rather than expose the whole story, you expose a little bit of it, a minor version of it, a sub-compartment of the big story. And you'll say, there we are, we came clean, when in fact, you didn't say anything. You merely reminded them of something which had nothing to do with the real story. It had nothing to do with anything. Nothing. You admitted to a portion of it. That's the limited hangout. It's been done since the beginning of time. That's what this is going to be. Well, we're glad we put that to... No, you didn't. That has something to do with Burisma. Oh, wait a minute. There you go again. Now, watch what happens. Guess what the Republicans are going to do now. First, they're going to make a big stink. They're going to say all the right stuff. This has nothing to do with the investigation that we're having. We don't really care about minor tax, uh, whatever, and some gun application violation. We're not talking about that. That's not our thing. They will say that for maybe one day. What today? Today's Tuesday? Okay. Maybe one day until Wednesday. And that's it. That's it. Something else is going to come up. Something else. Maybe a Jordan Peterson story with Bobby Kennedy. Or maybe a story involving uh, uh, the Girl Scouts and you know going woke or some. Because you love this woke business. You love it. You understand this? Howie says, it's already happening. No foreign crimes committed by Hunter. Howie, you are correct, but let me say this. They're going to say, we're not dealing with that. The Democrats are going to bring that up, of course. They don't know anything about it. We're merely dealing with this right now. This is the issue before us. This is the issue, not whatever it is. He's a sick man. He's a sick man who needs help. Now, if, if he can do this, if somebody can say, you're going to go to a Tibetan resort or, a, or a, a monastery or something, and we are not going to see your sorry ass around, that would be the greatest thing ever. You go, do whatever you want. Doesn't matter. 
We don't care. You did your you did your best. Now let me also tell you something. As a human being, what they did to Hunter Biden is disgusting. How many believe he was used? I do. How many believe that he was put in a compromising position of being the money, being the fall guy, being the bag man, knowing that he was not able to do it, knowing that he was a basket case, knowing that you will be taking this sick individual, this sick and diseased person, and putting him in the position where all of a sudden he's now looking at international uh, inspection, review. Do you understand this? It's horrible what they did. They use it. They have no feeling. Do you mean to tell me? And this is this is the part about, this is where I'm telling you, the Biden, these people are just crooks. They're not gangsters. They're not racketeers. They're not thieves. They're, they're just crooks. They're street level. The fact that they would use him to be a part of this hunter, something that could bring down a president. Most now, a lot of this happened when he was vice president. But remember, there was most probably a continuing criminal enterprise, uh, allegations of novation or making this new. You mean to tell me you're picking him, a guy who's going to crack under pressure? What if they get him? What if somebody gets him and he starts going nuts and he starts singing? And he starts yammering. What if you got to him and he didn't know? What if one of his his uh, his prostitute friends, what if they got him in the middle of something, having him spilling his guts, bragging, come on, man, tell us. Tell us how, tell me how you made those big deals, big daddy. Tell me how you did this. Tell me, what's this Burisma thing? Wow. I find it so sexy. You're international man. You're like James Bond. You're Austin Powers dealing with this. Yeah. What if he would have just started talking? You might have. I don't know. This is how reckless these people are. Either they're reckless or they realize we have nothing to worry about. We have nothing to worry about. I want you to listen to me. I don't know. And I'm not saying this just, just to say it. I don't know when there's been corruption like this. Let, let me just say this. I don't know. You can go back to what? Warren Harding? Teapot Dome? Maybe during the Grand Administration? Nixon? But that, that wasn't... That was, that was Nixon's demented paranoia and abuse of, you know, obstruction of justice. And that, that, that wasn't... It wasn't about money. It wasn't about money. And what's happening is that Trump sort of says, wasn't lots of bragging done on the so-called laptop? Well, it's interesting you say that. It's interesting. That's an excellent point. We'll never get to the bottom of that. How insane would a Trump-Kennedy ticket be? That will never, ever happen. Kevin, that would be insane. If you've just tuned in, if you've just, if you've never listened before, I want to tell you something. I'm always going to surprise you and always going to disappoint you. 
and always going to make you happy. It depending upon it depends upon the issue. I want you to understand something. Donald Trump cannot and will not be the president in 2024. Now, we can back up a little bit, okay? He cannot and will not be the president. Now, you can say, yeah, but they might, but they might, uh, they might. By the way, if case anybody says, why, why should I hit that bell to be notified of live streams? Because of something like this. This just broke. This is breaking news. And I'm already listening. Oh, and the best, the best of the best. I, 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 no one, I'm, I'm not going to mention his name, but it's this, it's this legal hack who, how do I say this? He's from one of these liberal kind of wannabe things. That's all I want to say. It's the worst, it's the worst uh, analysis. But let me go back to this. Donald Trump is angry. Donald Trump wants, and by the way, let me, listen to me carefully. Donald Trump wants revenge. He wants revenge for 2020. He re- wants revenge for how they treated him and his family. And he wants to get them back. Do you understand this? Do you understand that? Whoever, I'm telling you. You know who also wants that? Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy Jr. is to me the transcendental choice. Bobby Kennedy is the transcendental choice. He transcends this. He's everything I could ask for and more. Bobby Kennedy Jr. says things that just destroy the Democratic Party. He's perfect. Let me also tell you something about Mr. Kennedy. Who do you think, Bobby? Who took your father out? Who took your uncle out? Who? Not the names, but who was it? Individuals? Some rogue foreign group of people acting independent? Do you think some evil force that had no connection, no confederation with American government? Do you think that happened? Do you think for a moment that happened? Absolutely not. You know it. I know it. It was a cabal. It was a cadre. It was a conspiracy. It was a a confederation of people we can't even imagine. And think, Bobby, what they did to your mother and your family. That was your father. And he never really addressed that one. You do know the Sirhan Sirhan story makes absolutely no sense. You know that, right? We'll get to that later. I don't want to sidetrack, but hear me out. And the the uh, the Lee Harvey Oswald is even more preposterous. The House Assassination Subcommittee it was the first thing they said. This is a conspiracy. What are you talking about? So, Bobby, let me ask you a question. Bobby, who do you think? Who do you think? would really benefit the most from you running? What? Answer? Republicans. Why? Because he would destroy the Democratic Party. 
he would destroy, he would do to the Democratic Party what Trump did to the Republican Party. The Republicans were happy before. The Republicans were great. They were groovy. They were having a ball. Hey, we got a little bit more right wing. You're a little bit more Republican. Listen, back up. After the Southern strategy, after everything, after Reagan, Republicans used to be this kind of a uh, country club type, nothing really that interesting. Kind of stodgy, kind of boring, kind of whatever. One of the most important people to change the direction of this was Rush Limbaugh. You listen to what I'm saying. Rush Limbaugh. But before that, was Reagan. Reagan did something. Reagan tapped into something. Now, at the time, the tent, the Republican tent, this is terrible, Southern strategy, remember, remember who, who were the, I don't want to say, the racists, and, and there were some bad folks. Who were they? There were Democrats. The Dixiecrats. What are you talking about? It was the Dixiecrats. They were the ones. But they were going nowhere because they're looking around and going, what is this? Their Democratic Party, Bobby Kennedy, this and that. Put it this way, George Wallace was a member of the Green Party with Curtis LeMay later on. This is how dement, this was, this was nuts. So they said, listen, they went to Strom Thurmond and others and they said, we'll make a deal with you. Come to the Republican side. This is terrible, but it's true. Come to the Republican side. We're the ones in charge of DOJ. We're the ones who are going to be promoting and prosecuting all this civil rights business. Stick with us. We'll keep things in order. We're not going to basically uh, reverse Reconstruction, but you do a hell of a lot better than with these people. Great. So all of a sudden, you got those people. So all the Democrats, all of a sudden, now they're Republicans. All those folks, they were Democrats. The Klan, the South, the Dixiecrats. What do you think these were? It, Democrats. The the eighteen fifty six, I believe, the first Republican. I think it was fifty six. That makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Uh, look it up in Philadelphia. What were the what was the what was the 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 position? The twin pillars of barbarism, slavery and polygamy. They hated Mormons. That's another story. Okay, so now we got the Strom Thurmond. Who else came in? Reagan. Reagan said, we love all you born against, all you moral majority. Come on in. Pat Robertson, James Robeson, Robeson uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, oh, God. I can see his face now. The... Uh, hardcore, you know, Bible, yeah, come into the tent. How are you? Come on in. Hey, all you Second Amendment folks, come on in. Come on in. Welcome. How about all of you Tea Partiers later on? Constitutionalists, libertarians, come on in. Uh, who else? You want to go into this? You, you can just, you can, constitutionalists. And it really picked up. Then there were the social conservatives, the people who said, look, we don't know anything about this, this money business, but we do know this. We do know this. We don't like what's going on with the way this country is going in terms of morality. Come on in. That's the Republicans. It picked up steam. It was great. What were the Democrats doing? 
Well, they were doing the opposite of that. They were still big government, high taxes, so so progressive plans. Nothing too too scary. Nothing too really crazy crazy. That's kind of where they were. Well, who comes along? Trump. Trump. And Trump never showed them the respect. Trump said, I'm doing this my way. That's part of his charm, part of his lunacy. Trump comes along and says, I'm going to go. I'm running. I'm running. Don't you understand what's going on? I'm running. And I don't give a damn whether you like it or not. I'm running. I'm Donald Trump. I can do whatever I want. Oh, then he took on what? Six, six, ten. He took them all on. Destroyed them. Mocked them. I mean, didn't just didn't just talk policy. Made fun of the way they look. Sleepy Jeb, this and that. Little Mark. Blah, blah, blah. And Hillary Clinton. So he had two people. The Democrats and the Republicans targeted Trump from the get-go. And he was doomed. Pollock. His fans loved him. People really liked him more. Foreigners especially. Foreign people loved him, especially people from oppressive regimes. Okay, then we got that. Then we got what? What do we have? The Democrats. They're doing great. We're not Trump. We're all together, right? Yeah. Democrats didn't realize what happened. All of a sudden, they were taken over by the shadow government, this invisible, dark whoever these people were, with this weird Soros and W world. I don't know. But the Democrats are happy. You know what? At least we're not Trump. We're happy. Hey, we're great. At least we're not happy. We're Trump. Okay, Trump's now. Enter Bobby Kennedy. If I had a dream, I don't want to coin that, but if if, if I had a, a fantasy that I could just just to run it through to see what would happen. Bobby Kennedy goes third party, dilutes the Democratic vote, and hands it to the Republicans, where all kinds of deals are made. And Bobby said, I'm almost 70 years old, and I got you back. That's for you, what you did to my father, and what you did to my uncle. Because you guys were involved. Who was this? Who was it? Lyndon Johnson, J. Edgar Hoover. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. It is so internecine. It's like a it's like a like a Gordian knot of intrigue. It's fabulous. Okay. Now in the meantime, going back to this. Going back to this. Hunter is going to walk into this uh, Delaware, whatever. He's gonna plead. They're gonna to agree to it. He will not serve any kind of jail. He'll reserve some. He'll do some kind of a probationary program, a diversion program. He'll he'll pick up papers or trash, or he'll agree not to use any drugs, go into rehab. He will do above and beyond anything anybody would even ask for him in the first place. Above and beyond everything, and you'll never see him again if they're smart. And then you, you, the Republicans, the Comers, the Fox Newsers, are going to have to say, well, what about the laptop? And they say, no, no, he pled to that. And they will be spending every waking hour saying and trying to explain for the umpteenth time, deliberately misunderstood, that that's not what happened. The Democrats are going to have one message. 
and they're never going to veer. They're never going to deviate. They're never going to deviate. What they're going to do is they're going to say specifically that this was a very sick man, that we're glad to put this behind us, the country wants to move on, and they will, as far as they're concerned, this is Burisma, laptop, uh, money, banking, all those SARS special activity report, whatever, all that stuff rolled up into one. Next, you're going to see the undoing, the unraveling of Joe Biden. He's going to turn it over. He's going to have to turn it over. Why? Because Bobby Kennedy just sped things up. Got to move uh, uh, Newsom in. So that's going to. So watch what happens. I don't. They're they're going to make a speech, something like this. Uh, after they might, they'll leak a little bit of it. They'll do a trial balloon after discussions with his family, after discussions with his physician. That the president has nothing but the the best uh, in mind and his heart for the American people. He always promised himself if he could not give a hundred percent, or if he was not a hundred percent, he would step down. That's what he did. That's what he will do. That's coming next. Those are the two things to watch for. Listen to what Bobby Kennedy says today. Listen to what Trump says today. Trump, of course, is going to say, look what they're doing to me. Look what I've got to go through. If that were me, I, he'd be, but that's Trump. Because Trump has no, no ability to keep quiet. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know how to keep anything quiet. So that's where we are today. All right, my friends. Thank you. We will keep you up to date. Follow us. I just did a brand new drop on my LionelMedia.com special, private one. We'll talk about this tonight at 7 o'clock. In the meantime, watch for, sign up. Remember remember what I'm saying. Sign up. Sign up for this. Sign up. Make sure you always, always, always subscribe to this channel and hit that bell so you'll be notified when there's live streams because today was perfect. All right, friends. Have a great and a glorious day. See you tonight, 7 p.m. Thank you for joining us, spending some time with us. And don't forget these words. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Da-da.